Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello, welcome to episode 27. I'm your host, Molly Jager, and I am so glad you're here. How's it going, everybody? Welcome. It's great to be here with you again this week. I have a couple of announcements coming up, but first I want to tell you what today's podcast is going to be all about. Today, I want to talk to you about a few phrases that you may be telling yourself unconsciously that will have an impact on your life, on your experience of your life, and your ability to take the action that you want to take or get stuck in modes that you don't want to be stuck in. These phrases can also affect the way that you feel. So your emotional experience, and then of course the actions that you take out of that state and the reverberations of those actions. They have a big impact potentially. And so today I want to tell you what they are to help your brain become aware right? Because of course, we all know we can't change what we're not aware of. So we're bringing more into our consciousness all the time so that we can make those choices. I love having choices. Not too many, (laughs) right? But enough. I love to have awareness. I love awareness. And I think that you probably do too, which is why you're here listening today. So We're going to expand on that today. So coming up, before I get into that, I want to let you know about some exciting opportunities that are coming up. So guess what? I am going to be starting weekly live classes again soon. Yay! I'm so excited to get back to this weekly live connection with you. I really miss it. And I'm really looking forward to diving back in starting June Sixth is going to be the first live class. So if you are in the area of the world where I am, you can come in person, which is super cool. And if not, you can stream live, which is great. I'm going to be opening up Movers Academy again for enrollment so you can access those classes live streaming or on demand afterward if you can't come to uh, the class live, which is great. And of course, you'll know there's so much amazing content in Movers Academy, all the lessons and trainings that I have put in there are still there and you can access all of that on demand starting June 1st. That's when doors are open. I'm going to open everything up for you on that day. So stay tuned for this amazing opportunity. And when I say amazing, I really mean amazing. This work, I've been doing a lot of this movement work in preparation to kind of wake my mind back up, wake my body back up to the power of this work. And I'm telling you, it really so deeply nourishes your nervous system and starts to turn on parts of yourself that have been dormant for so long without even 
us realizing. And so when we wake up, when more parts of ourselves wake up, this is when we start to get a feeling of what's possible. And so that the idea that something else might be possible is not just a theory or like an idea, but rather we can feel the experience of something unique and different blossoming internally. And that is the power of these lessons. That is where transformation and change begins in that seed of sensation within you, within your body. That's what these classes really help to cultivate and grow. So they're they're really amazing, beautiful classes. I hope you join me. They're starting soon. It's going to be awesome. Okay, let's dive in to the topic for today. What are these invisible phrases and sayings that you might be unconsciously saying to yourself? (laughs) And how can you identify them? It's really simple. I'll tell you what they are right from the get-go. You may be saying, without even realizing it, these things to yourself all the time. Number one, I have to. I should. And I need to. One, two, three. I have to. I should. I need to. Right? Maybe a few of you are saying, I ought to. (laughs) I fall into that category. But it's not very a common one. I have to. I should. I need to. And these slip in so simply all the time. I need to call her back. I have to do the dishes. Oh, I have to take out the trash before the person comes. I should clean. I should vacuum. It's been a week. I should do this. I should write this person back. Oh, I should do this. Take care of this before I do that. Right? And we say these little things to ourselves all the time. And often we say them to ourselves in the midst of other activity. I've had an important realization this week about, I've had it before, but I've had it again and it's recent. So I want to share it with you about your visual focus. So this relates to the way that your brain and your vision are connected. Your vision, right? That information that you're getting through your visual sense, through your eyes, the light that's streaming through, (laughs) and then gets translated in your brain, right? That's visual data that your brain is processing. And your brain is processing so much more visual data than you're aware of, right? For example, right now, are you aware of what you're seeing? Are you really looking at it or is it just there present while you're busy listening? right? That's an interesting question to ask yourself on and on, off and on throughout the day, just what am I seeing? And see where your gaze is. Because often, I'm going to relate to these phrases, often what happens is that our gaze becomes very narrow and very focused on this one area right in front of us and maybe like three feet or so in the distance. So very narrowly focused right in front. 
and we almost lose awareness of our peripheral vision. So right now, if you just open up to your peripheral vision, can you see what you can register that's more on the periphery of your vision without looking around? If you just open up your awareness and your attention to what your gaze can see that's not right in the right in front of you, you see that you have this peripheral vision. And I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again, but remember that when you go into fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, when you go into that mode, your brain stops processing what's on the periphery. Literally, because it wants to, it has this budget of how much information it can process at a time. So it's saying, that's not important right now. Whatever's going on in the periphery, we need to focus on what's going on right in front of us. And your brain will literally cut off your awareness of that peripheral vision. So this, these statements and these phrases, I have to, I should, I need to, put us in this mode of do, 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 action-oriented. There's a problem that needs to be fixed. There's uh, something that needs to be done. I need to do it. And what one of the things that happens is that your vision can get very narrowly focused. And what I invite you to do as you start to become more aware of these, yourself saying these phrases to yourself, of how you can turn that around by simply stepping back and opening up your visual field. Opening up your visual field doesn't just give you time to process like something new, some space. It also literally taps into other regions of your brain. Because what happens when we say, I have to, I should, I need to, is that there, in, in, there's this implication that there is no choice. The implication is that this is a necessity and it must be done. But the the truth is that usually those things aren't necessities. We just think of them as necessities. Now, it's we would like to have the garbage out on the road in time before the garbage truck comes because we'd like our garbage to get taken away. It's not an absolute necessity. It's a desire. It's a wish. Yeah. And often what happens when we have those phrases floating around in our mind, not only do we, is there the implication that we don't have a choice, but there's also an implication that there is an obligation, right? So that's kind of implicit with not having a choice. There's an obligation. And so the action that we think that we have to take feels like an obligation. There's little pleasure in doing something that you feel obligated to do. There's little pleasure in doing something that you feel like you have no choice in that is not an election. It is just a, it's outside of your control. There's very little pleasure in that. And what you want to do is to reorient yourself in those moments, to be able to open up to the possibility of reorienting yourself. 
Okay, so step one is just to notice how often you're saying these things to yourself. How often do you find yourself saying, ooh, I have to get that done before, blah, blah, blah. And these are very quick and they're very, um, yeah, over and done. And then we're off and running. (laughs) Or, because here's the other thing that I want to mention, is that what this also can produce and definitely does in me is a resistance. So often as people, we have a resistance to doing something where we feel like we don't have choice or that is an obligation outside of our control. There's an internal resistance. We don't want to do it. We might do it anyway, but it's like a little bit of a battle. It's like a little bit of a a war. It's a nuisance. It's annoying. We don't like it, but we feel powerless to make a change around it. So therefore we do it. Yeah. Or we don't. And when we, here's when we don't do it. When the sense of obligation requires some kind of change that takes you out of your comfort zone. So let me give you an example. If you are trying to incorporate more physical activity, physical movement into your day, where you don't currently have a lot of physical movement, but you know that when you do, it feels good. And so you'd like to incorporate more movement more regularly. Yet you might feel that there is a challenge in making that change, right? Because you're having to Uh, incorporate a new pattern or adopt a new habit and that requires energy and often the body is like we could do that or we could just conserve energy (laughs) do we really want to do that and this is where you might find these kind this is another situation or circumstances in which it's really common to have these phrases pop up I really should do movement more. I have to do this if I want to feel better. I need to make myself move more. Right? I need to. I should. I have to. In that moment, there is again that implication of an obligation in order to arrive at a different experience or get something that you think that you want and notice that there is also often resistance. A resistance to doing something that you haven't identified a clear desire for. So when you find yourself using or saying these kinds of things to yourself, And you become aware, that's the first thing. Oh, look at myself. I'm telling myself that I have to do this. I want you to invite you to take a step back and recognize that you don't have to do it. You don't need to do it. It's not that you should do it. There is no 
real have to, need to, should. That's a fabrication. It might feel very real because you might be saying, Molly, I can't not clean my house. That would be crazy. That would be, (laughs) I don't want to live in a dirty, messy house. And there is your window of opportunity into accessing the same activity or action through desire rather than obligation. Have to, should, need. You think instead, this is the kind of environment that I want to live in. So this is how I'm going to provide it for myself. This is the kind of experience that I want to have because... And so I'm going to choose to take this action in order to experience this outcome or this result or this sensation so that you reorient towards what you desire. It's a really simple shift. It's very, very subtle and it makes a huge difference. So big. It's like the Grand Canyon of differences. (laughs) So you could think of it as a little trick that you play on your brain. But the way that I like to think of it is really, that's how I want to orient. I want to feel like I am making choices in my life. That I am purposefully choosing something because I... I desire the outcome. And the feeling that you get in executing the action is completely different when you realize clearly, when you connect the dots clearly to what you want. And what is also really wonderful is that you can begin to not do the things that you don't have to do, that you don't want to do. You can literally adjust your actions. So not only does this change the quality of the emotional experience, but also the quality of the action itself, right? So then you're engaged in moving. So if that's your goal, you're engaged in moving because you want to and Therefore, the hump that you get over that allows you to actually move because there still might be some resistance in there is not coming from some like um, fix it type orientation. Like we need to do this in order to fix ourselves. We need to do this in order to be a good person. I should do this so that I am healthy right? We let go of all that kind of thinking, just boof, it's gone. And then we experience whatever's left. And first of all, that's a lot less resistance, but it's also more clean, right? If there's any resistance still left, it's more clean. What is it that's really going on here? Oh, I'm tired. I don't have a lot of energy. I feel kind of low. My mood is low. So I don't feel like moving. How can I move in a way that I desire from a place of low energy? 
right? So then the question changes or this, the, you are able to see into a different facet of the situation and address it from this place again of desire, what you want. Does that make sense? And I have to say, it's much nicer living a life that you want, making choices that you desire for yourself than living a life of obligation. This is so important, I think, as well, because so many of us feel like we live our lives feeling put upon, feeling burdened by life by the things that we have to do, feeling overwhelmed by our circumstances. And this is just a little piece of the puzzle to help you to orient toward the agency that you do have. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care what your circumstances are. You have some degree of agency inside there. And here's what's so awesome is that once you find a way to take ownership of your choices, we at first it feels like we don't want to own our choices or our circumstances because we're in the habit of being put upon. Because part of what serves us now is to be angry and frustrated and resentful and overwhelmed and tired. Like this is our MO. And I get it. I get the attraction of that state, of that place. I myself lived many years in that place. I myself find um, that it's very easy and enticing to get drawn back into that place of feeling overwhelmed and burdened by my circumstances. And when you choose to take ownership, it changes the quality of how you experience your life. And I just want to say one last word here that I think is really important because when you have resistance to, first, all I want to say is just experiment with this as a game. Just like, okay, I'm going to notice when do I find myself saying these words? I have to, I should, and I need to just notice, notice how it makes you feel, right? This is, these are the steps you become aware, you identify, what are you talking to yourself about? What do you think you need to do? And what are you believing about it? And then how does it make you feel? Always notice, how does it make you feel? How does this make me feel? What is the emotion? What are the sensations? What are the other thoughts that come out of I need to blah, blah, blah. What are the secondary thoughts or the reactionary thoughts, feelings, and emotions and sensations? So when you get really clear on that, then play with turning it around by saying, is this something I can drop? Like this activity or whatever it is that I think I need to do? Or is there an outcome here that I desire? that I want to follow through with this activity to achieve. And then you can experience that. What does that feel like? What does it feel like when I focus on the outcome and I focus on my desire for having that outcome? How does that change 
my feeling about the action that will take me to that outcome or that will create that outcome. Just experience the difference. That's what this is all about. You're not telling yourself that you should, For this is right, the next level. Oh, I said should. Oh, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I need to stop telling myself I need to. <laughs> right? Oh, I have to stop saying that, right? It's so ingrained that you can find yourself doing that. And just notice it. Notice it and have a laugh because it's hilarious. So funny. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and so the way to take yourself out of that track is to keep reorienting to what is the feeling I feel? What is the difference? And then what do I want to feel? So that again, it's not something that you have to do, but it's something that you do because you choose it, whatever you choose, right? It becomes a choice born out of desire. That's what you want to orient towards. A choice born out of desire because of the way that it makes you feel in your emotional body, in your physical body, in your mind, everything. Right? That's what we're trying to connect with. More of desire. More of what you want. I think that before you get into, if you skip over that step of touching base with yourself, of tuning into, how does this feel? How does this feel? If you skip over that step, you can easily, again, slide into, or rather remain in the critical thinking, in the thought process of this is an obligation. But come down to your body. Your body has the wisdom that you need. Come down to your body. Get connected. Tune into your sensation. And that will guide you in whatever way it does. In whatever way it wants to guide you. Your choice. (laughs) All right. Have a wonderful week. Have fun with this. Have a laugh with this. Because it's hilarious what we say to ourselves. And then have fun playing with other options. You can create your life. You can do what you choose with your life all the time. How you want to live your life is your choice. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you soon. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today. You know, I thought of something I wanted to add, which is simply that if you notice yourself experiencing resistance to something or wanting to do something and not doing it, check in with yourself. Is there resistance and is there a have, should, or need to statement in your mind? that is creating some of that resistance. So sometimes just that um, inaction can be a way to get some insight into your situation, right? So often we 
use inaction as a way to blame ourselves and judge ourselves instead of look at it for information about what might be going on. So that's my little ad for you today that might be useful. All right. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found this to be useful for yourself and enlightening. And I hope that you pick up on any of those phrases if you find them spinning around in your mind and you're able to turn them around and be a little bit more playful. Like, what if I play with this and make it different? So make sure that you stay tuned for open enrollment of Movers Academy in the, at the 1st of June, when June comes, <laughs> when June turns on, I will turn on the enrollment and you can get in for just $37, which is amazing for all that uh, on-demand content and the weekly live classes. And there's going to be more coming soon. The more people that are in the membership, the more I'm going to you know, be listening to what you want and responding to you. And of course, I am here if you want one-to-one help. If you are ready to dive deep and make some big changes in a way that is gentle, in a way that is not, you know, pushing or unsafe, but in a very safe, simple way where you're gaining more clarity. And as you gain clarity, change just naturally happens. We don't force change, right? We open up space for change to occur. If that is something that you would like, please reach out to me. I can help you. I can help you to resolve chronic pain through this process. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to open up space in your nervous system and rewire those habits and experience pain dissolve. It's pretty awesome. And I'd love to help you with that if you want help. Find me at www.movetonourish.com. That's move, T-O, nourish. Or you can find me at molly at movetonourish.com. Write me an email or on Facebook. So many ways that you can reach out to me. Let me know if you need or want that support, right? I should say want, you desire it and I will reach back out to you. Have a wonderful week. See you soon.